Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Deserts of Plenty. My name is Ralph. Uh, Deserts of Plenty is a podcast that I created um, because I became somewhat frustrated with um, finding the answers to questions. You know, right now we live in a world that is full of information, but knowledge is very hard to come by. And uh, not my quote, but Nicholas Taleb, in his book, The Black Swan, made the comment that when it comes to newspapers, which he stopped reading, the more you read, the less you know. And that's, I think, 100% true. I think that's, you know, the more media you consume, the less you know. And that's not just with newspapers. Like, you know, if you want to find out information about nutrition, the more you read, the less you'll know. If you want to find out information about COVID vaccines, the more you read, the less you know. Um, and it's it, it, it just pains me because it feels like you have to become an expert in everything in order to know what's best. We, you know, the institutions that used to be set up to serve our interests, cough, cough, like, oh, I don't know, the education system. Uh, now have been overrun by politics um, or money, uh, but different agendas, you know, and power structures, which I will definitely do a podcast on very soon. But um, so that was one of the things. And then also we are awash in calories, but nutrition, very difficult. You know, there are people who <laughs> probably eat 4,000 calories a day and are malnourished malnourished not in obviously the amount of calories and energy that they have but in getting vital nutrients and uh similarly we are awash in experiences you can pick up your phone and have someone deliver food to your door within 10 15 20 minutes uh online dating has made people so disposable that despite having hundreds of people at your fingertips everybody's lonely and depressed and uh, very skeptical and, uh, you know, <laughs> have a sometimes dim view of humanity uh, for people who online date. And I talk to people who online date and, and they're all, well, all. I hear, I hear the same thing from, I think, the majority of people, which is uh, every once in a while I have to get off here because I start to feel awful. And that's true. So we were at Washington experiences, but real connection, you know, finding our people. Uh, I heard this other statistic the other day. I don't know how accurate it really is, but, but it, it certainly fits what I see, which is something like 80% of adult males, I think over 40, uh, do not have a close, close friend. And while I have many friends, you know, and, and I have people I consider good friends, I don't think it would fit the definition of a close, close friend, like someone, you know, that I would call if I were having a bad time. I think if I were having like a real sad time about something and based on my previous life experience, this is borne out, I wouldn't go talk to people. I would go for long walks by myself without any kind of phone or headphones, but I would just go and walk and work it out by myself. And only incidentally would I talk to friends about what's really going on. Um, 
which is a contrast to, you know, in my life, you know, two decades ago, when I had, you know, people that I would consider very close friends that I would have and did talk to at length about terrible things that were happening in my life. And, and those friends really saved me. I mean, save me. I don't want to be like melodramatic, but they certainly at a very dark time in my life, being able to talk to friends about what was going on in my life and those friends that listened without judgment and didn't offer, you know, um, solutions to my problems, but just listened. That was incredibly valuable. And I try to do that for other people now, like listen without judgment and without offering solutions. Because in my experience, when someone's upset, like they've just been dumped, the last thing they want to hear is there's plenty of fish in the sea. You'll be fine. They don't want to hear that. They want to hear like, yeah, you're right. So-and-so was a real jerk. They're going to be so upset that they dumped you. Um, you know, that's what you want to hear. You want people to empathize with you and tell you you're not crazy to feel that way. But we gaslight people all the time. It comes from a good place. You know, we want people to feel better. You know, we like to stop the discomfort that's happening because it feels awkward to talk about feelings sometimes. But, you know, good friends, that's what we want. Someone to listen to us without reservation. Anyway, that's uh, the podcast. That's why it's happening. Uh, you know, as much for me to sort of figure out what's going on as anything. So today, uh, you know, I, I, I'm sort of obsessed, obsessed with, uh, you know, becoming better as a human being like myself, like in improving, uh, in small ways every day, uh, and then make small changes. And then over time, small changes become big changes. You know, there's that, uh, quote about, you know, if, if you leave, uh, I'll change the two Canadian cities cause I'm Canadian. If you leave Vancouver and you're heading towards Toronto, say, but if the if you leave Vancouver and then just go one degree south, you'll probably wind up in New York or even south of that. Uh, so that small change at the beginning spread over time and distance uh, becomes huge changes. And so that's what I'm all about is incremental development. Uh, small changes and just get a little bit better, a little bit better, and a little bit better. Um, and, uh, part of that is, 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 is the physical. So like physical, spiritual, and mental, that's my three things, you know, mind, body, and spirit. However you like to put those, I like to increase and get better at all three, make each one of those better, stronger, uh, more fulfilled, because I think that you're only as strong as the weakest of those three. Right. And, and they all, and they work together, the mind, the body, and the spirit, you know, what, what's going on in your mind uh, if it's not in balance, will manifest in, in your body. Like I, I think of the people I know in my life who are, shall we say, narcissistic, uh, and the ones that I know intimately are all sick. They all have um, diseases. Now, I'm not going to say, I'm not here to absolutely say that these are manifested in their body because they're out of balance but but yeah but maybe i am i i don't know i don't know i'm not i'm not um i'm not whatever <laughs> i'm not magic but it seems it seems odd to me that that's the case that they're all sick uh with chronic 
you know, this, you know, metabolic diseases. So today, uh, what I want to talk about is a physical thing, uh, which will also help mentally and help spiritually. This has been my experience. So uh, what I want to talk about today are four things that you can do that are zero cost or low cost. And when I scan the literature, and I do actually do read some scientific papers, I have a background in science. I was a medical researcher for a number of years. I have a degree in immunology, an undergraduate degree, BSc, but a degree in immunology. Uh, if you Google me and go into PubMed, I am on scientific papers. I didn't write a word of them, but I was, I'm, I'm listed as an author because I did some of the research that um, led to the publication of those papers. Um, and now I've lost my total, I've totally lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing. Uh, but uh, yeah, so these are four low cost or no cost ways. That you can go out and help yourself and 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 yes that's what i was saying that you know when i scan the literature or when i listen to people who have become i guess you know have a public profile but are researchers like peter atia and dr dr peter atia and dr andrew huberman uh people like that uh these are things they all agree upon and I haven't seen anyone say anything different. Like if you were to talk to nutritionists, you got 10 nutritionists in a room and started asking like proper diet, uh, is fat bad or good? Is carbohydrate, are carbohydrates bad or good? You're going to get probably 10 different answers uh, if you go really in depth. But what I'm trying to stick to right now are four things that you can do that pretty much everybody agrees upon. And further, not only do they agree upon them, but according to Peter Atiyah, at least, if you do these four things, uh, and I don't want to misquote him, but, uh, you, you know, his quote, and I am going to mangle it, but it's so I'm, I am uh, sort of uh, not directly quoting it, but paraphrasing, is, you know, his whole thing is like, don't talk to me about supplementation, you know, or... Uh, weird things you can do supplementation i guess being the big one until you can do some basic things and uh and and you know and his thing is you know if you fix sort of these big problems that's 90 percent of health span and lifespan and maybe 10 percent is is the rest of it you know, we you know 100 years ago the average life expectancy was 30 years less than it is now in this part of the world and the majority of that gain has come down to three things uh sanitation and water purification as one uh vaccination and antibiotics so all of our fancy mri machines and uh you know uh, drugs and pharmaceuticals and all of that has is just a very small amount of it the vast majority is some technologies that have been around you know, for quite some time, uh, and, and really for everybody. So, uh, similarly in these four things. So what are the four things? So number one, and these were in no particular order. Number one, hydration, uh, as a, just a general quick and dirty rule, two liters of water a day. That's eight, eight ounce glasses, about 64 ounces or five, 12 ounce glasses of water a day. Now you do get water in your food. 
and uh and, and and so um you don't really need to drink that much but it's a good it's a good sort of starting point and uh you know i used to get in the winter time terribly dry skin uh i don't anymore i used to have to like lather my entire body with with cream with hand with like you know uh skin cream just to stop the itching that i had i don't do that anymore it's gone as well as the cracking and the flaking of my skin, it's gone. So a lot of things come down to dehydration. Even some of the crashing that we have in the afternoon is dehydration. Uh, you know, your body is mostly water and hydrating it helps all these processes go on. It does so much, it helps your skin. You look younger, you feel better, you don't, have, you don't get tired as easily. Uh, and, it's, and that's a zero cost way that you can help your body better it also helps flush out things like uric acid a lot of impurities i know a lot of people go on cleanses well drinking water is a good way to cleanse your body of a lot of things because a lot of stuff goes out through your kidneys and if you're constantly urinating you're gonna you're gonna get rid of a lot of a lot of uh, stuff uh could help you know prevent things from gout to kidney stones so it, it, it's great you can of course drink too much water oh and i should say because i have to that I'm not a doctor and I'm not giving anybody advice. This is just for information purposes only. These are things that I have seen that there's almost no debate upon, right? Everybody seems to agree with these four things. And if you do these four things, you'll do a, you'll go a long way towards improving your health. That's what it is. But I'm not saying do them. And if you do a lot of some of them, like the when I get to exercise, check with your doctor, please. I am not a doctor. And even if I were, I'm not your doctor. And even if I were your doctor, ultimately your health comes down to you. Sorry. And that sucks because what I was saying before, it's so hard to get good information. There is no place now to go and get the right information because in my opinion, a lot of our, you know, a lot of the things set up to protect us are now corrupted by money or politics or other things. Anyway, so drink a lot ample amounts of water, two liters of water a day. Uh, generally, uh, the heavier you are, the more water you take. There's a formula. You can easily Google it. Uh, I'm a, you know, 72 kilo guy and I drink about two and a half liters of water a day, plus the water in my food. And I do that pretty much every day. Uh, just get, I have two liter bottles of water, uh, fill them in the morning, drink them by the night, ta-da, or I fill them at night and they stay in the fridge and they're cold in the morning. Although, there's some things about drinking cold water. Uh, also, don't chug your water. Drink it slowly throughout the day. Better. All right. Number two, uh, adequate sleep. Uh, and not just adequate sleep, but sleep hygiene. So, you know, I, I have made my bedroom completely dark. I've hung a big sound curtain and black curtain over the window. And so my bedroom is not only very quiet at night, but it's so dark that if I wake up in the middle of the night and open my eyes, there's no difference between my eyes open or closed. That's how dark it is. Because even small amounts of light that you don't think are a problem are enough to disrupt your sleep. Uh, you know, it's just so different from how we spent the vast majority of our time evolving on this planet. Um, and, you know, and early sleep is good. Uh, you know, I, I never thought I would go to sleep at 1030 and wake up at six in the morning, but that's generally what I do now. And I love it. I... It took me a while. Again, it didn't happen overnight. Ha ha, pun intended. It took some time. Um, and now getting up at six o'clock in the morning, you know, the nice thing is that time is mine. No one else is up. There's no one's emailing me. 
So that's the time I get a lot of work done. You know, and by the time I get my daughter ready for school at 8.15, I got, you know, a good chunk of my work done, if not the majority of my work done for the day. So I love that time. Um, and I wake up and I feel so good. Uh, you know, I love it. Uh, <laughs> uh, number three, move your body. This doesn't mean you have to go to the gym and, you know, spend a lot of money on a membership. And while I'm on the subject of exercising, do not exercise to lose weight. It's not going to happen. Sorry. It's a myth that you can go out and get on a treadmill and run, you know, 30 minutes and that'll work off the donut you're going to have at lunch. It won't, you know, uh, and I'll go into that in another podcast, but basically uh, move your body. Uh, right now, like, you know, it used to be run, and now the, the, the science says zone two, which is uh, brisk walking or walking with purpose, like five kilometers an hour, three miles an hour. Uh, walking so that your heart rate gets up a little bit so that you can hear your breathing, but you're not out of breath. You could have a conversation, but that zone two, do that for like 150 minutes a week. That's, you know, you 10, 15 minutes here and there, you know, walk to the grocery store, walk around the block. Uh, you know, it's so important to just move your body. Also carrying things. Again, you don't have to go to the gym necessarily and push a lot of weight around, but resistance training is important if you can do it, but you can do that by carrying loads, carrying heavy things. Uh, what was the last time you jumped? You know, this kind of stuff, like it's, uh, it's mimicking sort of the physical stuff that we did. Uh, we did, you know, our ancestors did before the advent of farming, like that's kind of what we're 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 focusing on so we've got hydration we've got sleep we've got uh moving your body and and the other one is nutrition uh as michael pollan says eat things that your grandmother would recognize as food or your great-grandmother or someone else's great-grandmother from a different culture but whole foods go to the grocery store stay on the outside eat things that have one ingredient don't buy things in bags and boxes in cans you know, don't buy things with the, you know, with a, a symbol on them, like a, whatever that, the scanning code symbol on them. Or if you read the ingredients, uh, if you don't recognize something, don't buy it. Carrageenan, which is in ice cream, is a, as a, as a thing is probably pretty bad for us, for our microbiomes. So eating whole foods, uh, I'm going to do a whole podcast on, on eating whole foods too, but you know, again, things that your mother would recognize, your grandmother would recognize as food. And I, and I understand that that's more expensive. Uh, and that's the one that, that, that's, a, that's problematic. Although there are, you know, cheaper solutions, but, you know, to stay away from sugar, uh, like table sugar, fructose, especially like, you know, the fructose that's added to food. A lot of foods have added fructose. Uh, and because even though you, and then, and then they cover it up with salt. So even though you can't taste the sweetness on your tongue, your stomach can sense that. And so it will send a signal through your brain, through the vagus nerve to get more of that. So that's why food chemists will add fructose to food to encourage you to eat more of it. Sucks, man. I hate that. But they do it because it's not illegal. And since fructose is natural, uh, it's not seen as problematic. We do a whole podcast on the dose is the poison, not the actual thing. And that's very true. Uh, so those four things are things that you can go and do. They are low cost or no cost. They will improve your health immeasurably. 
Uh, and then once you do those things, then according to Peter Tia, then you can talk about like, oh, supplements, you know, whether you should take vitamin D, whether you should take fish oil, uh, magnesium, you know, uh, all these things, uh, athletic greens, whatever it is you want to take. Uh, but do those four things first. All right. Well, that's it for today. I've hit my 20 minute max time. So I'm going to sign off now. Thanks, everybody. And we'll see you here next time for Deserts of Plenty.